0: Two friends try to regain control of their cosmetics company. Teenager journeys to New York for her right to choose. Relive the same wedding. Tries to overcome homesickness with his. And a small village in Brazil has to protect itself from outside forces. This time on the Oscar should have gone to Craig's top 30 and bottom five of 2020. So far
1: and the oscar goes to and the oscar goes to and not yet jack the oscar goes and to the oscar goes to and the oscar goes to
0: Mego. Grego. we're here it's 2021 and things are so much better <laughs> we've just been talking off off pod about how really everything just improved, just like we thought it would, and I don't know, I don't know why anyone thought that um, just the year changing wouldn't lead to a brand new world because that's what did. happened. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what happened. What happened. So I mm-hmm. guess
1: we don't need to talk about it anymore. Things are nope. great now, and yeah, um, yeah. that's 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 to quote Forrest Gump. That's all I have to say about that.
0: That's right. Yeah. Um so what we're going to do we had a plan to uh jump back 70 years to 1950. God, um has it
1: been is it has it only been 70 years? It's
0: hard to believe. Um, Feels
1: like the past year was 70 yeah. years.
0: Yeah. Um we we needed uh, another week or so um, for a guest who is out of town for most of the holidays to catch up. Fan is a uh, fucking so, get get he
1: needs to get, get his it shit to, together. Get
0: it together, I would say. Clapping my hands right now. Get
1: at get. I will say once we have this guest, we're doing nineteen fifty. Yeah, which is a I I really I feel like we don't often say this, but I would say go watch four of these movies.
0: I would say, yeah, I mean, I would say 1950, that was a hell of a year for movies. Hell of a year for
1: movies. Hell of a year. Um, I mean, we're
0: talking, I'm talking about, this is like, we're talking like 2007, 1962. Mm-hmm. Like, these are like, you know.
1: Banner years. A, for yeah, film. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and our guest is not going to disappoint, I got to tell you. I've, I, yeah. as, I, as I told you off mic before, I have been getting some hot takes via text from him. And um, I don't think you're going to want to miss it.
0: Yeah, so make sure to make sure to set your DVRs. Um,
1: <laughs> Thank God! Thank God, no one can see me right now because it yeah. is a ristiff. My my stress eczema has come back,
0: mm-hmm. I, which is a I'm shock
1: more, because it's twenty twenty one and everything's great.
0: My hair has gotten um, even longer than I wanted to be at this point, um, but mm. now all the salons have closed again, so there's there's nothing really I can do. To do. Yeah. and no Unless one's you want me, me to cut it, I'll cut it. No, thank you. Um, mm-hmm. No one's seeing me. I'm not leaving my house uh, unless I go grocery shopping. So, um, but, you know, we live in hell still. Anyway, yeah. so here's what we're going to do today is, you know, usually try once a year. That.
1: We're going to try and forget that. <laughs>
0: we're going to ignore forget. that. Um, usually once a year while Megan is on Taking the continent. My annual trip. Yep. On yeah. the continent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um uh, our good friend Joe Gillette will come on and I'll go through all the movies I've seen thus far in the year. Usually this happens in like the early fall, like September October,
1: which is when I did have tickets to go to um Paris. Yeah,
0: sure. Mm-hmm. Um so usually we'll go through, you know, 60-70 odd movies. Um, so what we're going to do today is I have all of my movies I've seen. I've saw 104 2020 releases thus far, which is weird because 2020 is over, but the uh, movie year has barely even begun because yeah. movies for the Oscars can come out as late as the end of February this year.
1: And we haven't um, seen some of the front runners. Yeah,
0: so I'm yeah, I'm going to I'm going to list those at the beginning, but what we're going to do is we're going to do my top 30. And my bottom five, and if Megan has thoughts on them because she saw them, she'll talk about it. If not, maybe I'll talk about the movie a little bit um so we'll do my we'll do thirty through six, we'll do my bottom five, and then we'll do my top five, and Megan will chime in with her favorites of the year as well.
1: yes, I will I'm not quite as prolific as you are,
0: yeah, but basically, I think all the movies on my list are available i mean. You could go watch right now because, like I said, I'm going to caveat this with a list of movies that might have made their way into my top 30. Had I seen it yet, we'll probably still have a chance to. Um, So those movies are Nomadland, Minari, The Father, News of the World, The United States vs. Billie Holiday, Judas and the Black Messiah, Promising Young Woman, French Exit, Malcolm and Marie, and Collective. So the, um, I'm sure there will be some other maybe foreign films that will pop up um, and maybe some additional docs, so the, although I've seen some documentaries this year. Um, what is that? Your ring?
1: Sorry. That is my ring. I think Maddie ordered breakfast burritos. <laughs> oh, great. Sorry for the people out there. Breakfast yeah. burritos, if you're in L.A., Burgers 99 does breakfast burritos. So.
0: Just get, get on it. Okay. Um, So should we get started?
1: Yeah, let's hit it. Let's, let's do it. You didn't mention, have you seen One Night in Miami yet?
0: Oh, that's the One Night in Miami, but One Night in Miami actually will be available in a week. It's on Amazon Prime on the 15th.
1: No big deal. Like my husband's on the WGA. So I watched half of it last night before we got in a fight (laughs) and stopped. Um, (laughs) but, um, the first half that the half that I saw, I really liked.
0: uh, I'm looking forward to that one as well. Um, So we actually were going to do just my top 25. I expanded it to top 30 because at number 30, we have a movie I know Megan always wants to talk about, which is Let Them All Talk.
1: Let Them All Talk! Let Them All Talk! Oh, let's talk about Let Them All Talk.
0: Let's talk. Uh, We will try to avoid spoilers for the most part because, you know, it's still this year, but... um, let them all talk. Uh, I'm not going to give away the,
1: the, the spoil. I'm not going to give away the twist and let yeah. them all talk. I don't even know uh, if it's a twist. It's just a big yeah. plot point.
0: We uh, we talked about this movie a little bit on the pod. Steven Soderbergh's film starring Meryl Streep and Candace Bergen and our Queen Diane Weist.
1: Queen. She is um, a queen. God, I fucking love her. Yeah. She came and spoke when I. She's one of. She came and spoke um, when I was in acting school. The two people I remember coming and speak to us were uh, her and John Travolta. And let me tell you two more different characters (laughs) could not exist. Um, but, uh, she's so great. Um, Oscar winner. And she talked about like how somebody asked the question of like, how did your life change after that? And she was like, Oh, they have to put Academy award winner before my name now. (laughs) 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 She was like, that's pretty much it. That's all. Yeah. That's all. I still have to like hustle. Um, Yeah, I mean, ladies of a certain age on a boat, like, what's there not to like? I think you and I, I think I liked this more. I think I liked, I don't know, I can't believe, I can't believe, I can't remember if it was you I was discussing this with. I liked Lucas Hedges.
0: Yeah, we talked about this. I I don't, in general, like Lucas Hedges that much. I think he's fine. I don't. I don't begrudge him. I don't hate him by any means. Mm-hmm. I just think it's weird that like he's one of like the two men his age that get cast in everything. I guess that's but,
1: true. I guess that's true. Like in
0: my head, I'm like, there's got to be one guy better. Yeah. Other than you know, it's like him and Timothy Chalamet seem to be the only guys yeah. in that. And,
1: well, and, and Timothy Chalamet 25 done, year old age. Yeah, and t- Timothy Chalamet has done some stuff that has blown my mind more. Blown my right. mind. I, I've just been more impressed with Lucas Hedges is, has picked good scripts. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. But hey, it, I but I like him in this and I really like Gemma Chan. Mm-hmm. And um I think I, I for me, I mean, yeah, this is just like a it's a it, it's just I it, I like movies about fe- friendships and female friendships in particular are very complicated and interesting. And um yeah, they just the three of just seeing the three of them. I know this this movie was like largely improvised and it's you can tell, but in a good way. Right. <laughs> it's like, as opposed the, to
0: like 10 minutes of Seth Rogen, just, um, yes. vamping. Yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, candy Bergen for me kind of runs away with it though. But she definitely, I, I
0: think has the most interesting part in the movie. Yeah. yeah. Yeah,
1: for sure. It's a good movie. I mean, it's, it's, it's,
0: it's available right now on HBO max. I recommend you can check it out. Yeah. Um, number 29, I have wolf
1: Never even heard of it, Craig. Craig, can I tell you something? Never even heard of it.
0: So Wolf Walkers is an animated film. Are you saying Wolf
1: Walkers or Wolf Walkers?
0: Wolf Walkers. Wolf Walkers. Yeah. Like the animal and then a walkers afterwards. Okay. Okay. Like, so if you picture um, like a feral dog, um, but then it's like it's it's, uh, legs don't work correctly. So it's got a walker with it. Okay. That's not what this movie's about, though. The movie's no. based on a... It's an animated film. It's available right now on Apple TV+. Plus. Um, it's from the same animation studio that did, like, The Secret Life of Kells. And um, I think they're called, like... It's, like, Toon something. Um, it's an Irish studio. Um, so this is actually based on an Irish um, uh, fable, I think.
1: Irish, Irish, Irish. Um,
0: yeah. Um, that's my Irish. That's my Irish. It's great. It's actually been winning a lot of the animation awards from the critics' groups. Um, I have a couple other animated films actually in my top 30 um, that we will talk about. But um, I think, particularly, the animation in this is kind of amazing. Um, that would be my biggest recommendation. I think the story is interesting, but I really love the animation. And itself. what
1: I'm hearing from you is that you liked it more than Let Them All Talk?
0: That's correct. That's why it's 29 and Let Them All Talk was 30. Hmm.
1: Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Okay.
0: Okay. Um, Number 28, I have the 40-year-old version, which Mm -hmm. I also have uh, have mentioned on this pod really briefly before, um, available on Netflix. Uh, It's about a black playwright who turns 40, and she had been on like a 30 under 30 list uh, 10 years before, and her career hasn't really gone in the places she expected it to, um yeah, it's like a comedy. It's got maybe um a couple too many plot elements, I think. Uh but it's uh it's a very interesting new voice and I look forward to seeing what she does next as well.
1: I have a That's... screener for that. Not that I need it.
0: Check it out. I'll get it. I think with. you'll like it. Yeah.
1: Guys, I got uh, into the instead instead I got into the Mandalorian and I've been watching. A, I've been just like I went down a Grogu hole. So I got to get I got to get back on my my movie game.
0: I've been watching. Um, we've been rewatching Breaking Bad, which my oh. wife never which my wife never saw. Oh wow! Yeah,
1: wow! She must be enjoying that.
0: Yeah, she. Um, I I will always remember Breaking Bad. I watched the finale in your old apartment.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Everybody came over. Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. Back when yeah. Pete, we could. Gather.
0: Yeah. Mere weeks after I moved to Los Angeles. hmm
1: hmm mm-hmm. I remember. <sighs>
0: yeah. Those were the days.
1: You sleeping on my couch? I don't...
0: Th- at that point, I think I was in my own
1: apartment. No, you definitely were in your own apartment.
0: Yeah. I only slept my yeah. couch for like...
1: Yeah, I found an apartment spent. fast. Yeah, real quick.
0: Real yeah. Quick. Yeah. Number 27. I've got The Assistant.
1: Is that Did the you- one with... Um, Kirsten Stewart? It's...
0: No. No. You're I think you're thinking of the Clouds of Souls Maria, um, <laughs> that she also plays an she plays an assistant in, perhaps. Okay.
1: Maybe that's what it is.
0: Um the assistant is is Julia Garner, um from Ozark. Right. I think right, is what she's most popularly known as. And basically she works as an assistant. Americans. Yes. Uh she's an assistant to like a uh Harvey Weinstein esque figure. Um a really great central performance. The camera's kind of on her the whole time. Um, yeah, check it out. It's one of the last movies I saw in theaters. It actually was released at the very beginning of 2020, so I think I saw it in like February before things you know fell apart completely. Okay. Um, yeah check it out. check it out.
1: check it out. For those of you Craig just turned to camera and just just did double <laughs> double gunned it.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Check it out. Um, 26, I have Onward. Did you watch Onward,
1: Meg? No, I didn't because I was anno- I'm annoyed by Chris Pratt. <laughs>
0: Fair I enough. I was like, I don't want
1: to hear your dumb fucking voice for however long. Was it good?
0: It's like lesser Pixar, but, you know, it's Pixar, so it'll still make you cry.
1: Yeah, of course. So. God, they have that down to a science.
0: Yeah, they really do. Um, so I suggest it. I mean, probably most people have watched it. It's on Disney+. Plus um 25 i have the gentleman
1: is that the one where you got the hat oh, yeah craig, craig that's I'll how tell I you let them all talk what is happening yeah what is going um, on
0: the movie just sort of stuck with me because it was fun and again i think it's because i saw it in a theater and, and i really missed going to the, the movies
1: so that yeah so i can like look like
0: colin farrell oh, really great hugh grant performance you love hugh
1: I do love Hugh. I do love Hugh. I am grateful. One thing I am grateful for the pandemic for, one thing that the pandemic has brought us is I think you bought that hat right at the beginning of the, of the right before the pandy. And so we've been spared it seeing you in it because then you didn't get to go out at all.
0: Yeah. It's wearing. not really, it's not really fair. I haven't really gotten to wear that hat. It's not an um, indoor hat for sure. Yeah. I mean, I probably would only wear it, you know, like I would wear it if, for instance, um, what's the, what's that, uh, brewery, um, that, uh, I had my birthday at that Maddie likes a lot. McLeod? That's, yeah. McLeod. Okay. Like if we were going to McLeod's cause it's like a, you know, mostly British ales, like I right. would definitely wear the hat there. Yeah, You'd
1: wear that hat there. And honestly, yeah. that would be the one place that I'd be okay with you wearing that hat. Right. Or like Los if I Angeles. if I
0: was on like a double decker bus tour in mm-hmm. Greater Los Angeles, I would mm-hmm. wear it.
1: A... Sure, sure, yeah, sure, sure. Anything British adjacent? Yeah. And now if you I... really can't because it will not. It does not go with the hair at all. You got to have a real high and tight haircut, like Colin Colin Farrell.
0: Yeah. <sighs> so Great. many things we've so many things we've lost out we've on lost this year. Out on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, at number twenty four, I have Miss Juneteenth. Um, which is a small little indie starring Nicole Bahari. Um basically she plays like a former pageant winner who, you know, now works in a bar and um Yeah, it's just a, again, a good central performance. Um I would say this year I think it's hard to judge this year simply because it's been such a different year to watch movies. It's also coming out after what I think is like one of the best movie years we've probably had in fifteen years in 2019, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I feel like um, I'm not blown away by a lot of these movies, but um, I still recommend them. Like it's all funny these how movies, I would recommend. Waves. It is yeah. funny
1: how it comes in waves because it's like they they really shot their wad on, on.
0: Yeah, and you know we might have gotten some stuff that I would have really truly loved that got pushed to 2021 and you know like for instance like you know you and i are both big wes anderson fans and of course his movie got uh delayed and so there's a lot of stuff that maybe would have been out there and in a normal year we probably would have also seen some of these movies like nomadland and minari that you know debuted early on at festivals that have only not come out because we live in hell agreed yeah um at twenty three I have the vast of night, which we talked about a little about on the pod Ma- which Megan i did not like did not like it um I think I said when we talked about it before a couple of monologue scenes that I really liked um and I just liked kind of what they did with what you could tell was a very a pretty limited budget um
1: yeah that was imp- the, i mean the impressiveness of it is it's funny it's it, like it's so hard to make a fucking movie, to make anything. It's amazing that stuff gets made. Every- yeah. Um, so for that, I say, like, like good. It wasn't, like, offensive to me. I just I just found it very dry.
0: Right. Um, at 22, I have Defy Bloods, um, which I think part of that movie works super well, and there's other elements that don't, uh, which is true of a lot of Spike Lee movies, a lot of ideas in there. Um I have been a little surprised, honestly, that um, even though I think he's good in the movie, that Delroy Roy Lindo's winning almost all the Critics' Best yeah, Actor prizes. I saw that. I,
1: I um, saw that the other day. I don't think
0: that really will slow down Chadwick Boseman's uh, probable win, given, obviously, his uh, tragic passing and everything. For Ma Rainey,
1: right? Not for yeah. Defy Bloods, yeah. which he's also But
0: in. he's also been getting a bunch of nominations for Defy Bloods, and I actually don't think that's even... A, I don't think he's bad. I just don't think it's a very interesting performance. I don't think he has a lot to do with the role. Yeah. Um,
1: I mean, a, a, that's probably also like a posthumous thing. Yeah, kind
0: of. yeah. Not yeah, also,
1: sorry. I, I don't mean to suggest that, oh, that yeah. Is, in Ma Rainey, but, you know.
0: Yeah. Um, I have – there's probably like four or five movies I saw early on in the year or – even a couple that I've seen a little bit later that I really do want to revisit, just because people seem to maybe like them more than I do. Uh, Defy Bloods is definitely one of those. Um, did you watch? You watched it? Yeah. No.
1: No, I didn't. I'm very, I'm very embarrassed that I have, I have not watched that, and I've not watched Mal Black Bottom. Hmm. The Chadwickness of it all is been tough.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: It's, it's hard to watch him now.
0: Yeah. yeah Especially
1: yeah. now, now, now knowing how sick he was when he made those movies. It's, yeah. it's bananas to me.
0: We watched, um, um, similarly, we watched Alex Trebek's last jeopardy, oh. um, on Friday. And there's one part, he's talking to one of the contestants, you know, when they just do the regular talking and they're talking about the guy is talking about how he, his, his addiction is like buying books. He'll never get the chance to read. And Alex Trebek just like offhand says like, up oh, you and I have the same problem. And it was so shattering
1: oh because <laughs> that's like, such a sad. That is yeah. so sad. Yeah. Yeah. I really, again, there's, it's just a lot of darkness, but and I'm going to do that.
0: And then every single person on his last Jeopardy got Final Jeopardy wrong. I was like,
1: really? You, you a assholes. Fucking you guys you? blew it. Somebody should have like been in their ear. Yeah. Quiz show style. I don't care. Yeah, You know, yeah. I don't care. Yeah. Um, at number 21, I have Another
0: Round, uh, which is a Danish film starring Mads Mikkelsen, um, where he plays a teacher and him and three other friends uh, basically take up uh, an idea that humans have a baseline blood alcohol level that is too low. That they should always have a slight buzz on because that then you're more... That is,
1: I cannot <laughs> get, that is, I cannot, I could not be more behind that theory. Could not be more behind that theory. What is this film called?
0: It's called Another Round. Yes. It's, a, it's available yes. for rent anywhere that you uh, like. would rent a streaming film, iTunes, Amazon, etc. And my et boyfriend
1: Mads Mickelson is in it? Yes. Yeah here for it
0: um yeah so uh check it out obviously you know things don't go according to plan can't That's all imagine I'll say. can't
1: imagine why <laughs> when i am slightly buzzed everything works out for me yeah well except for the plan to drink one more drink and then you tip over into right. <laughs> this is this is a mistake i'm jumping in pools with my clothes on and yeah right um
0: on. That's actually, that's actually funny, given the last, uh, last moment of the movie. If you watch it, you'll be like, huh, weird that I said that. <laughs> okay. um, number 20, I have a movie that I know you just watched, uh, which actually is another movie I want to go back on, but that's never rarely, sometimes, always, because I think you'd have this probably much higher for your yeah. year.
1: I think this maybe is my favorite. I'm trying to think if I liked anything. Eh. If, if, if it's not, it's in my top, top five, if it's not whatever. yeah. Um. Yeah, I watched this last night and bawled my eyes out. Just that scene. This, I mean, it's about a girl going for. I, I just loved. I love this. Just movie is like right up my alley. As first of all, as somebody who's obviously, as a woman who's very pro-choice, but it's about a a girl, a seventeen-year-old girl, going from Pennsylvania to New York City to um, have an abortion, and. I think it's, what I think is really interesting about it is they don't, I mean, it's kind of implied that who the father is, but they don't say, it doesn't really matter. It right. Really, like it doesn't really, like uh, it doesn't, the uh, there's no like hand wringing really. There's one scene where the woman in her fucking down at the doctor's office tries to like get her to watch an anti-abortion, you know, fucking video right. or whatever, but it's not really her debating that or whatever. And there's no, and they don't show the procedure at all, really. It's just the, the process of how, what a fucking pain in the, what a bitch it is, like, that she has to deal with this. And, and, uh, and again, also, it's like, it, it just, it's the New Yorkness of it was very, reminded me of being like poor in New York, right. too. Right. Yeah. Um, and, um,
0: when yeah. you used to spend, like, all night at Port Authority.
1: <clears throat> oh, yeah. Oh, by <laughs> the way, that brought back... That triggered me. Not that I spent all night at Port Authority, <laughs> but do you remember, like... Did you ever take the bus to Ikea in Elizabeth, New Jersey? Because I, I
0: I don't ever think I took the Ikea bus. I think the one time I went to Ikea was to get a couch, and I had to rent a U-Haul.
1: Yeah. Uh, I hate that Port Authority. It is horrifying. Um, it is a place where dreams go to die. But the scene that the... This, the title is taken from is mm-hmm. she's in the... It's just her. What is her name? The actress. I mean, the,
0: actr- the actress is Sydney Flanagan.
1: Sydney Flanagan. She's... Yeah. So, so she goes to the place in, when she's at the, the clinic and they're asking her a series of questions can be answered with never, rarely, sometimes, always. And it is... The camera is just on her. They don't cut back to the interviewer. And it is shattering I yeah was it's, just
0: like... it's it's maybe the scene of the year like honestly yeah. yeah
1: yeah, I think so I think so yeah it's I can't even talk anymore about it because it's going to make me cry again
0: great um, definitely check that out it's available um, anywhere that you can rent uh, films I don't think it's on any regular stream it's on yet, HBO but... Max oh is it okay great
1: yeah I watched it on HBO Max
0: yeah um, number 19 I have First Cow which is another movie I want to revisit because people seem to love this movie. People Although
1: love this movie,
0: Kelly Reichert. Honestly, like I always run a little colder with. I feel like than uh, film Twitter critics in mm-hmm. general. Mm-hmm. Um, this is probably my second favorite of her movies. I actually really liked Certain Women a couple years ago, but some of the movies that like. Um, particularly Meek's Cut-Off. Like, I I don't understand the love for that movie at all, and, mm-hmm. and people think it's a masterpiece. Um, what is
1: First but, Cow uh, about?
0: So First Cow, it, it takes place, uh, I guess it's probably the 8... I want to say it's either the late 18th century or, uh, or early to mid-19th century. It's basically just people, like, you know, out in the Northwest Territories. Um, and John Magero and... I'm not going to remember the other guy's name, who's kind of, this is sort of his breakout. Um, but basically, they meet and they start um, baking, kind of. They make like these donut-esque things out in the frontier. Um, and there's, you know, um, a cow in the area that's owned by a very wealthy man. There aren't really, uh, it's not really a cattle area. Um, I don't know how else to describe it. It's kind of, it's pretty slow moving, Um If you like Kelly Reichert, you'll love it. I would tell people to check it out because it does seem like in this weird year it's going to maybe be a sort of player. It's been winning or like being runner-up for almost every major critics' awards group thus far. Like The National Society of Film Critics did their uh, awards yesterday, and First Cow, I think, was the first runner-up, and Nomadland won Um, Best Picture. New York Film Critics picked First Cow as their Best Picture. So... Um, yeah, definitely worth definitely worth checking out. Um, at number 18, I have Dick Johnson is Dead, uh, which is a documentary. Uh, it's available, I believe, on Netflix. Um, but basically, it's a filmmaker who her mother died of dementia. And her father is suffering from dementia, like at the early stages of it. Um, so she's basically shooting all this stuff. And some of the cut-ins are basically her like dealing with his, the fact that, you know, he will die. Um, But it's her, she does all these and he is in them. Like there'll be like these cutaways where like he's walking down the street and gets hit in the head with an air conditioning unit. Um, But so it's her kind of like trying to come to grips with it. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Uh, Interesting, sad documentary.
1: I do want Dement- to see that. That is, yeah. I feel like that, that, that I'm, that's on my list, high on my list.
0: Yeah. Dementia is sad.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it is.
0: Um, I think you've seen this one. Number 17, I've got the trial of the Chicago 7. Wow.
1: Yep. I saw this. Very Aaron Sorkin.
0: I really like the you first. Know, but, uh,
1: but I say that, uh, I say that it's, it's not sports night. <laughs> no. It's no, not, here's it's not the even thing. the newsroom.
0: I really liked the first, you know, hour and a half of the movie. It's just the last act. um, It was like, he was like, oh, and this is now an episode of The Newsroom. Yeah. Um, And it went way too Sorkin-y for me. Yeah, Um, I I
1: agree with that wholeheartedly. Sacha Baron Cohen is great, though.
0: Yeah. A lot of good performances in it. Um, It's an Aaron Sorkin movie, so even though I was really annoyed by the end, it's always... Uh, you know they're always go down smooth.
1: Yeah, it's a, it's emotionally effective for sure, and I cannot stand Eddie Redmayne, so it's it's a testament to the Sorkinness that I was not annoyed by him.
0: Yeah, this one movie also seems like it's going to be um, maybe the the like more basic choice for yeah. Best Picture. So depending on which way the Academy goes, even though it's not winning any critics prizes, I think it'll definitely still be nominated and it feels like it's going to be that verse one of the more, um, independent films Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. of the year. Um, at number 16, I have black bear, uh, which stars, uh, Aubrey Plaza and Christopher Abbott. I don't even. I don't really know how to describe this movie. It's sort of a diptych. It's told in two parts. One, she is goes to this cabin where this couple um, is living. Um, Sarah Gadon, I think, is the other actress's name. So Christopher Abbott and Sarah Gaydon are married, um, and she's like this writer, and she's sort of staying there, and she's sort of like. You can tell she's trying to, like, put herself in between them. And then the movie sort of has an abrupt end, abrupt ending. And then there's a second half of the movie where he is directing a movie that stars the two of them. Hmm. Um, I don't think it really works <laughs> altogether because I don't understand what they're trying to say with the two parts. Um, but I liked the two parts separately, if that okay. makes sense.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Again, um, I mean, higher than let them all talk. So. You
0: know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Interesting. Yeah. Interesting yeah. It's quite a bit higher at this yeah. point. Yeah. Really. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Mm. Um, mm. So, this is is not a cheat. I'm considering these movies, but I'm standing them alone. I do have two small acts films on here. So at 15, I have mangro- Mangrove. So these movies are not going to be not uh, eligible for the Academy Awards at all. Um, they are being submitted as. Uh, for the Emmys, as if they're, you know, part of a television program.
1: Cheats. Um, You're cheats. You're a cheater. Cheat.
0: You're cheating. Listen, the L.A. film critics just named Small acts its best movie of the year. So that's that's cheating. Okay. They named five films... <laughs> By the same filmmaker, the best film of the year. Um, I'm at least separating them. So I have Mangrove at 15th. Uh, It's actually really interesting to watch this, uh, if you haven't seen it, with The Trial of the Shire of Seven, because they are similar stories. They're both uh, about trials of, you know, people that are dissenters, yeah. Uh, Mangrove is just ultimately a... Peaceful
1: percent. Now, now how many of these people broke into the U.S. Capitol and destroyed things?
0: Um, I th- well, I think Eddie Redmayne did, but I think that's just Eddie Redmayne separately that's just Eddie as Redmayne a person, yeah. right? Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: Let's try Eddie Redmayne. Lock him up. Throw away the key. Don't let well, him. I can, make- guarantee-
0: I can guarantee you none of the mangrove uh, ones did because they would have been dead four hundred feet from the Capitol steps oh, if they because
1: had. Because they are of color. Yes, that's
0: okay. correct. That's correct. Yes, <clears throat> yeah.
1: <clears throat> yeah. Meanwhile, Eddie Redmayne's out here making the Aeronauts too or some shit.
0: yeah he's he's literally flying a balloon in the Capitol rotunda
1: yeah and everybody's like well i don't know he sounds british (laughs) sorry continue
0: um so all the small acts films are on um amazon prime lovers rock tends to be most people's favorite um i actually there's another scene that's like in scene of the year uh category there for me, but I didn't love the whole movie. Uh but I think Mangrove is very good. Um at 14 I have Mank. Megan, did you ever end
1: up watching Mank? Nope. Didn't watch Mank. I I oh. I, I knew I'm gonna be disappointed by Mank.
0: I want to rewatch it because honestly I was disappointed by it. And I feel like if I rewatch it it is either gonna be like in my top five or it's gonna drop like twenty places. Yeah. It feels like a movie that I was like, well oh, this movie should be around here for me. Um and I'm we'll starting see like when I watch that game. like
1: Gary Oldman, which is very distressing to me. Yeah. Because he is good... serious. Yeah. Serious Black. Mm-hmm. And um he's so great as serious black. I don't know. Gary Oldman's a bummer for me.
0: You've been kidding, by the way, um, I didn't want to call you out directly on Twitter, but you're getting into like the read another book category on your Twitter. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Over the break, uh, <laughs> Maddie and I drove to Oregon to see my parents. Don't worry. We got tested. We fucking quarantined, whatever. Um, but uh, we drove up there. and, and Maddie's
0: I, now on a respirator. Maddie- it's fine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just sent him out to get burritos. Don't worry about it. Um, uh, what was my point? Oh, so we I, on the way up, we, I was like, we're going to listen to Harry Potter. And um, that sparked some fights, I'll tell you that. Because I was like, put it on! <laughs> He's like, I cannot, I cannot. It's the book, the fifth book, which is Angry Harry. You know what? I do need to read another book. I'm not going to get it. Let's, <laughs> let's not talk about it anymore.
0: <laughs> so you guys spent a lot of time with Jim Dale.
1: <laughs> yeah, Jim Dale is very... So I, I think the reason why this made me think of it is... Um, He, you know, he's doing like slightly different voices for everybody. And obviously, like not like he's not like leaning into it.
0: Right. But like. Just so you can tell the difference. Yeah. Just Hermione
1: is like a little bit like lighter like this. But he does kind of like a gruff serious. And it sounds exactly like Gary Oldman. It's bizarre (laughs) how much it sounds like Gary Oldman. Anyway, um, no, haven't watched Mank yet. We'll get on Mank. Got a Mank.
0: You gotta make Gotta
1: make it. I gotta make yeah. it. Cause you, cause it's, cause it's many higher than let them all talk. Is it what? 14? Are we at now? Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Um, 13, I have uh, the other small acts movie that I have in my top 30, which is Red, White, and Blue. Uh, which is John Boyega is in this one. And basically he, uh, joins the police force, um, to try and, uh, Change some of what he's been seeing on the street in terms of how, um, his community, basically all of the small X movies are about the West Indies, uh, community of, um, in Britain, basically. Um, yeah, it's, you know, it's a story about race, a story about how cops are not ideal. Anyway, nothing that, uh, nothing that will resonate, uh, with you, uh, yeah. in this day and age at all. Certainly so, yeah.
1: Not well, in America, anyway.
0: Yeah. Uh, number 12, I've got The Invisible Man.
1: Wow, that is high.
0: Yeah, I like that movie.
1: I think you probably <laughs> liked it. I will say this. You saw it in theaters. I did. It's a real theater movie. Oh, I, yeah. We, saw it in the, we rented it in the early days of the Pandy, and it was a nice solve. It was a bomb. Yeah. Um, but I think it would be a lot more fun in movie theaters. Yes. Bring guys, please don't let movie theaters go away. I'm just yeah. offering this prayer up to the universe because there are yeah. some things that are real movie theater fodder, and you know, Invisible Man is one of them. Elizabeth Moss is, raises everything up a little bit. We love, Liz, is, we
0: love, we love, Liz. we love Liz.
1: We love Lizzie. We love Lizzie. Scientologist Yeah. Which is troubling, um, yeah. but uh, but I do love her. Yeah, yeah, it's good. She can do number anything. eleven.
0: I've got uh, one of the one of the movies of the pandemic, uh, Palm Springs.
1: I loved this movie. Yeah, I thought it was really. I again, I think when we talked about it, I said like it's very rare that a movie is both romantic and funny, and I found it to be both romantic and funny. Yeah, uh,
0: great chemistry.
1: Great chemistry. Um, a few elo- a few lols. I had a few lols from Andy.
0: Yeah. Um, nothing I can say bad about this movie. Again, you know, once you get to this point, you watch them again, everything gets mixed mixed and matched. Um, so that's just where it's living for me right now. Palm Springs. It's on Hulu.
1: Yeah, Check if you watch out. Palm Springs.
0: Uh, it's like 90 minutes long. What are you doing?
1: Pour yourself a glass of wine. Sit back. Pretend that you're at a wedding yeah i miss weddings can, too weddings are weddings are fun like most you know what i mean like weddings are fun
0: we have um we have three weddings on the books for really for 2021 right now um including one, one that was canceled from this year um but we got two okay. two save the dates uh with christmas cards um that you know we're just keeping and our fingers are, crossed when
1: when are the dates
0: june and july
1: I, if, if that, if it's, I'll kill myself. I will, I, I'm, I'm saying it here on this podcast. I will just straight. I have to believe I need a reason to go on. I have to believe. Yeah.
0: yeah. Hopefully, hopefully by June and July, we will, we will be able to go to weddings again. That's, that is my prayer. One of them is the day before your anniversary. When's July oh, 10th. July 10th.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Uh, number 10 I have a movie called The Rental This was a Dave Franco joint
1: Hey Craig
0: Yeah Never heard
1: of it Never even Fucking heard of it Dave, Dave Franco Franco you say
0: Yeah Dave Franco directed it um, Oh House he directed
1: in- it Okay Yeah
0: um, it's a horror film, but it's mostly like a domestic drama. The horror elements don't really come in until the very end of it. Um, I don't know. I just really liked it. And I thought they used the horror elements really well because I went in just thinking it was just going to be a horror film. Um, and when it actually like rears its head, you're like, okay, I like how he did that. And it was like, it's scary at the end, but it's not, you know, it's not most of the movie. Um, so yeah, the that's rental. So,
1: that's so interesting because Dave Franco... I mean, James Franco is the poor man's James Franco. And so then Dave Franco is.
0: Is he the rich man's? Maybe he's the rich man's James Franco. Turns out. Yeah. I mean, definitely a better director. I'll say that based on the directorial efforts I've seen of James Franco. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Number nine, a movie I talked about a little bit. Pew, pew, pew.
1: Pew, pew, pew. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Number nine. Number nine? The, the Nest. Talk I about this a little bit this. on the pod.
0: Carrie Coon, Jude Law. This is another movie I feel like if I watched again, I would like it even more. Um, I our really friend, want to see this. Friend of the podcast, Adam Maul. Um, last time uh, we spoke, it was his favorite film of the year. Um, yeah. I got to watch it's, it because
1: I do love Carrie Coon's. And again, we talk about John, Jude Law a lot. Like, he only gets more interesting, the worse looking he gets the better of an actor he gets.
0: Yeah. He is playing, like, a better-looking person in this movie. We're not talking about, like, uh, who is he, Vronsky in... Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, he's Vronsky. In Karenina. Uh, yeah. And they, um,
0: they yeah, we're not... Either. But, yeah, we're not talking about Contagion or Road to Perdition ugly, but, um, yeah, he's very suave-looking in this. He's just sort of a shit heel. Um But it's good. There, there's a, There's also an underlying, like... It almost seems like throughout the movie, like there's going to be something like supernatural or it's going to be more thriller and it's not. But I like the environment that they set up. Um,
1: I'm interested. I'm interested.
0: Number eight, I have Bakurau.
1: People love this movie, too. People love Bakurao.
0: Brazilian film um, is sort of like a weird Western. Um, I don't want to give anything away about it, but it definitely shifts course about like. Forty minutes, thirty, forty minutes in it seems like it's gonna be sort of like a Brazilian domestic key drama, um and then it changes gears completely um it has uh a visionary moment that uh all I'll say is it involves a nude man and a full, shotgun
1: full frontal are we seeing some d oh
0: yeah, you are uh,
1: okay, and that
0: and that Brazilian d too, so you know it's it's, it's big d. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, check out Bakurao. You can actually, it's, I watched it on, um, Canopy, which I think I've talked about before here, but if you have a library card, you can, uh, sign into Canopy for free. They've got a ton of classics and they actually usually have some, uh, foreign films that, um, you know, not long after they're released here, you can watch on Canopy. So I haven't watched it, but like Beanpole is a Russian film that a lot of people really like. It's also available on Canopy.
1: I like saying Bakurao.
0: Yeah. Who doesn't? Um, number seven, I've got Soul.
1: Saw Soul. Saw Soul.
0: Um, this is a movie that I liked for basically the entire time. I really liked the uh, interstitials with 23 and um, her different former mentors. Yeah, me
1: too.
0: Uh, um, and then I thought it was, you know, just kind of fine. And then I really liked the end. And the yeah. end is very much stuck with me and, of course, made me cry.
1: Oh, of course. Of course. Oh, yeah. I cried, uh, for sure, hard at the end. Um, although not as hard as uh, never, rarely, sometimes, always. Um, yeah, it's Pixar. It's good. I wasn't yeah. like... I, like. It's funny. I don't know. I, I was talking about this with... Um, I was talking about Soul with um, former guest Rachel Lewis, uh-huh. who I think liked it more than I did. Um, I mean, I, I liked it a lot. I just am like... <laughs> I'm like where is the love for Coco? Everybody's like flipping out over Soul. I'm like Coco did not get not to bring it back, but I'm like Coco did not get the the uh acclaim that I I'm surprised. It's just like yeah. even even my sister and my brother-in-law, they have a kid, they're like, eh, he's not really into Coco." I'm like Coco is beautiful. The most well, your, ne- your
0: nephew's a, a dead-ass racist, oh, so it makes sense that he's yeah, not it, like Coco. Anything
1: that's not white people, he's like, I'm yeah. not interested. And uh, to be
0: fair, he really only has come alive, uh, you know, like he was born somewhere else, but he, he, he's from, he lives in Portland, yeah. so he's only around white people.
1: Yeah, fully only around white people. <laughs> um, no, he yeah. loves like fucking Moana. Uh, this is the thing. Kids love Moana. Hey, you know what's mm. actually, I think, not a very good movie? Moana.
0: I like Moana um, like, too. I think Coco's better, but I like Moana also.
1: Definitely better, guys. I, I
0: mean, mean, that's Coco. a it's 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 a hell of a one-two uh, punch if you've you know recently lost a grandparent for sure. Yeah.
1: Oh God, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, but Soul's good. I liked. I mean, I liked Soul. Yeah. Um, number six, I have bad
0: education. Uh, this is also a cheat. Also not available uh, for the Oscars, but it's a movie, and in this weird year, I'm counting it. Is um, it not?
1: How, why no, is it? it was
0: up for, because it was, so it was just going to go straight to HBO anyway. Oh, oh, always. Okay. It was never going to be like, um, a yeah, it was basically, release. you know, like one of their, you know, Al Pacino plays a troubled, uh, famous person every two years. It was, right. it was always going to be one of those movies. Although it was at like the Toronto film festival and stuff. Um, and just got put on HBO, but I think I it's, know. it's a great movie. Um, Hugh Jackman, maybe his best performance.
1: I got to watch that. I know you, you, you liked that at the very beginning. I know.
0: Yeah, I told you seven months ago to watch it. I
1: know, I'm sorry. I got, I got Again, I got swept up in... Uh, you did high. not get sw-
0: swept up in Grogu Mania seven months ago.
1: No, I didn't, but there was like other stuff. I don't know. I had housewives. I'm depressed. Get <laughs> off my back. <laughs> Are you caught up on Salt Lake City? No, I didn't think so.
0: You're right. I don't, I don't watch, I don't watch the housewives.
1: Can you talk to me about Jen Shaw and her husband Sharif? And, and how about Mary who married her grandfather? No, you cannot. Mm-mm. Yes. She married her step grandfather. Continue. Bottom five. Oh yeah. Bottom five. So I before only have we do one movie five. that, that I can, that sticks out as being truly terrible. And I bet it's on your bottom five.
0: Okay. So my fifth worst movie of the year, Rebecca,
1: Oh, I did not see. I, I and I was pumped on Rebecca because first of all, I, I love the original, and yeah. second of all, um, I love um, what's her face, Lily,
0: Lily James,
1: James, Cinderella. She's a star yeah. too. I mean, a lot of it's
0: just it, that was a movie that was just totally like, why did you remake this movie? Like, don't remake a classic if you're not going to make it good. Yeah. Sorry. It's not going to
1: be great. Why even bother?
0: And, um, and, pl- and
1: b- b- by the way, probably don't put Army fucking Hammer in it.
0: Yeah. He had, a brief, uh,
1: he, had, he had a brief respite for calling me by your name. Yeah. And now I think everybody's hip to the jive.
0: He's back to Lone Ranger territory.
1: Mm hmm. Yeah. Back to the shadows with you, Army Hammer.
0: Uh, the fourth worst movie of the year, Like a Boss. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I remember when you saw
0: this. <laughs> I saw this movie in theaters. Of the, I think this was the first movie I saw of the year, maybe, of a 2020 uh, release. Um, such a bummer. Rose Byrne, she just, you know, she does her best. Tiffany Haddish, I don't know if you've ever talked, I think we've talked about this on the pod before, but Tiffany Haddish and Rebel Wilson and Kate McKinnon are all kind of in this category of, we don't know how to use you. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're gonna keep trying, and it's gonna just actually keep being worse and worse and worse. Yeah.
1: They all had breakout roles, right? Yeah. You know what I mean, like Pitch Perfect and um, uh, Girls Trip. Girls Trip, and uh, I don't know. I What's mean, that? really
0: SNL for Kate McKinnon. SNL McKenna. for Kate yeah. McKenna,
1: really and yeah. and And people loved them in that, and so then they were like, "Let's blow this motherfucker wide open, let's give you your own shot and it's like, well, you know some uh, some people are sometimes foods, yeah, some people yeah. are sometimes foods, and should be used to that extent because they're really fun and funny when they're you know. When, when they just pop into things. And then, again, I think it's the Melissa McCarthy effect. Because Melissa uh-huh. McCarthy, people loved her in Bridesmaids. And then, turns out, she can carry a movie. I mean, right. some of the movies she chooses to make are, make are questionable. But, like, she, like, she, like Spy is great. She can right. be... That, that type of humor, whatever, can... She's a good enough actress to last the entire thing. I think these three ladies do one very specific thing very well. But yeah. it's not necessarily enough to build a movie on
0: yeah um the third worst movie of the year and i already know i'm gonna get hate from people but not from you and that's bill and ted face the music
1: you kind of cut out it's just oh, called face the music
0: bill and ted face oh, the bill music and T-
1: sorry bill and ted horrible movie yeah horrible this i saw this movie this i forgot about this movie Holy shit! This movie was bad.
0: I think we talked we talked about it a little bit on the pod. Um, I was never like a huge Bill and Ted person. I think for people that were, I'm sure there's a lot of nostalgia in there. Um, which was is a why huge I'd,
1: Bill and Ted person, and he hated this.
0: Yeah, it just um, I don't know. I just don't feel like feel like it works at all.
1: It should have been about just the daughters. Yeah, they 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 shoehorned. I just mean, I, a, I get it. They had Keanu Reeves, so they were like, but we you know have what? It.
0: You know, if we learned anything from Always Be My Maybe is if you just use Keanu, if you just use a dab of Keanu, that can work.
1: That can work. Keanu can he, – he will still give the impact on your movie that you want to. And the other guy we don't need. Sorry.
0: Sorry, sorry other, Alex.
1: Sorry, other guy. Yeah. No,
0: <laughs> nope. nope. Second, His
1: name is Other Guy.
0: <laughs> the second worst movie of the year – is Hillbilly Elegy. (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) This movie is so bad that in a regular year, it would far and away be the worst film of the year. Um, I can't... It's one of those movies that it starts poorly um, and then somehow gets worse (laughs) as it goes along. Um, It's like... It's like, you know, um, you know, those stories you hear about, like when people get Roombas and then like their pet, like shits on the floor and then the Roomba like picks it up and like drags it all over the house.
1: Yes.
0: That's Hillbilly Elegy. (laughs) And you know, what's crazy is this year It's a Roomba. Yeah. You heard it here.
1: (laughs) Hillbilly Elegy is a Roomba dragging shit around your house.
0: Yeah. Um, the kid who plays... The J.D. Vance character is unbelievably terrible. I'm sorry to say that because I don't, you know, it's a, a young yeah. actor. But you know what? The adult version of him, also not good. And Glenn Close and Amy Adams are also both bad in this movie. And I don't even know. I mean, you know, Glenn Close always, you know, will go for it. So sometimes that misses. But it's just crazy. And I like Ron Howard. Like, I'm not even a Ron Howard hater like some people are.
1: Would I like, you say I, that this is movie is a bad Terminator?
0: It's a bad Terminator.
1: Yeah. You. T- this is another one that you told me to watch.
0: Yeah, I want you, I still want you to.
1: I will. I this. Th- I will. I will. It's gonna be. I'm not gonna finish it though. I'll tell you that. I mean, right I do.
0: I do look forward to. Um, you know, if Halloween's ever a thing again, dressing like Mama.
1: <laughs> Mama. With the um, the um I would rather just like Amy Adams, she looks a fright. That yeah. screenshot that keeps circulating of her just like with gesturing wildly with a cigarette in her hand. I'm that's how I feel 90% of the time now. So
0: um you know what though it's so crazy this year is so starved for Oscar Bait that if you go to Gold Derby, like it's still like I think it's still in like the top twenty movies for That's Best Picture, and Glenn crazy. Close, if not in the top five, is in like the top six or seven for Best Supporting Actress. Wow.
1: Remember when 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 people were like, maybe this is the year she wins, and it's like not even a ceremony or whatever. It's like, no, don't worry, Glenn.
0: Yeah, you you gotta get your moment. <laughs> if you ever win, you'll be able to stand up there, hopefully. Um, but luckily for Hillbilly Elegy, twenty twenty.
1: January I'm, 2020. Oh, I know exactly what the movie this is. I know exactly what movie this is. There's a lot showed of us queens the release, farting. Uh,
0: yeah, of Doolittle. <laughs> which, of course, is perhaps the worst movie I've ever seen, period. <laughs> so it is, it is last on the list.
1: What's funny to me is that was, God, that's like the worst thing that happened to you. Do you think that's worse than the... Than the if, if I, guess I it had, was shorter than the pandy.
0: If I had known, sitting in yeah. that Burbank movie theater, um, watching Doolittle, that it would actually be one of the high points of my year.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Think about the two hours that you wasted. The two, like we got two months, two two months, and like a week of freedom this year. I and know you wasted two of those hours. Yeah. That's and that to me got hey, boys and girls. That's why kids, you don't pull a Craig and you don't go see, or a, my husband and you don't go see every fucking movie because some of them, because you never know when there's going to be a global pandemic and your time is going to be more precious. Time we all make
0: house. we've we've all learned hopefully, we've learned something this year, you know.
1: Um, you didn't mention uh. I mean it's not as bad as um Bill and Ted, but I couldn't finish it is uh and I and I really like the first one is Wonder Woman eighty four.
0: Oh yeah, that movie's uh let me see where I've got that at. I have that as the sixth worst movie of the year.
1: So No way. <laughs>
0: <laughs> finish finished just out of the running.
1: Uh yeah, I could not I had to fast we had to fast forward through the last bit. We started it on Christmas. Uh or maybe the day after, whatever. Uh bad yeah. fucking movie bad fucking movie just so and again one of those things where like the the formula is there why are you trying to do more with it it's such a strange thing where the i mean i think it's the the dark knight effect where they made chris they made one good dark superhero movie you yeah. know what i mean where it's like and and, and uh And now everybody's like, yeah, it's really serious and like dark and whatever. It's like, no, it doesn't. No, you just, the first one was fun because it was like, it was funny. It was pretty, you know, basically simple. This was like, there's two, you know, you can't just have one villain. You got to have two villains. One of those villains has to turn into a cat. Why (laughs) did Chris Pine need to inhabit somebody else's body like that she,
0: was her wish.
1: She made a wish for him to come back. Why couldn't he just come back? Why did we have to deal with that whole? Like, it just is such a weird thing. Of like, why would the overcomplicatedness of that movie? Is-
0: also, the idea that um, everyone would be like, "Okay, let's all give back our wishes."
1: Yeah. Oh, Listen, yeah. Listen, <laughs>
0: if there's if there's one thing that we've learned that over we've the learned. past week, there are definitely some motherfuckers out there that would not have given back their wish.
1: One hundred percent. Seven million plus. <laughs> <laughs> who would not give back that fucking wish yeah. that could give a shit about the rest of us. Yeah. That movie was a fucking travesty. Yeah. Anyway.
0: Top five.
1: Top five.
0: Number, number five. Boys state.
1: My oh, favorite yeah. documentary of the year. Yeah, Boys um, state was great.
0: Yeah. Um, I've been surprised. It's been kind of not talked about in a bunch of these uh, documentary prizes. Um, really? Time time keeps winning. I think time is very good. Um, but I love Boy State. I'm just surprised it hasn't even been runner-up stuff. I love uh, Boy State. It stuff. was
1: both encouraging and more encouraging and more depressing than I thought it would be.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, number four, my number one for most of the year. Sorry we missed you. Uh, So I've talked about this quite a bit. Uh, Ken Loach movie about a British family kind of in the gig economy. Um, Also feels very um, now. Um, Some people find Ken Loach too preaching to the choir, but I guess I'm just an eager choir member uh, because I usually (laughs) like his films quite a bit. Um, Number three, Sound of Metal. Did you watch this yet?
1: No, that's on my list, though. Yeah. I know
0: people. Um, I know you like it. Really great movie. Riz Ahmed, terrific in it. Um, Paul Ratchy, I think that's how you pronounce his last name. Great in it also. Um, Definitely check that out. Number two, I don't know if we've talked about this on the pod because I don't think we've recorded a pod since it came out or maybe, I'm not sure, Um, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom.
1: Yeah, and I haven't watched this yet and that's on my, and that's high on my list. We have not talked about it because I don't think we've recorded since, because it came out like on Christmas, right?
0: Or like a week before. Yeah. Yeah
1: um and you loved it obviously
0: yeah I actually watched it so I watched it the day it came out mostly at work like when I was on uh my lunch break because it's not very long it's only like an hour and a half or something um and then I got home and uh my wife Allie who's been on the podcast was like oh I really want to watch Ma Rainey's Black Bottom so we watched it uh the next day wow so I've watched seen it twice already
1: and still um, still up th- up up top there
0: yeah. Um, I think it's really good. I think they, you know, it definitely, I don't know. I'm interested to see what you think of it because it definitely does feel like a play. Yeah. You know, it's based on a play. They don't do like a ton to try and pull it out of that. Um, I think he's very good in it. I think she's incredible at it.
1: Will she win? No, Francis.
0: Well, I think she might win because Francis just won. So Frances McDormand's yeah. been winning a lot of stuff, but the Oscars, I think, look at that more. And she yeah. won three years ago and she already has two. Yeah, you're right. you're right. Um, and Viola Davis does have an Oscar, but it was for supporting. Right. Um uh, and it would be crazy if she won and they've, you know, adapted two August Wilson movies to feature films, and she will have would have won an Oscar for both for of them. For both of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I think she's really amazing in it. Um, just a great cast overall. Like everyone's terrific. I mean, I like this
1: play more than I like Fences too, which I'm, I'm excited about. And
0: again, like, you know, part of, part of, I liked Fences uh, a lot and I actually was lucky enough to see that production on stage. Um, but Fences is also much longer, at least the movie. Yeah, um, I can't remember how long the play version of Ma Rainey's is, but I mean, they they cut back on it, uh, I think quite a bit for the film. Um, so yeah, it's which a, makes it's sense a quick when watch. you're
1: doing a play. Like, I have, I it's really tough. I mean, even if I think it's just tough to make a, a play into a good movie, but I'm excited, yeah. I'm excited yeah. to watch that probably
0: tonight. Um, yeah, and then my number one is Shit House still. Wow, um, just because I think just because it surprised me so much, it's like it was not something I would have seen on my radar, and uh, I really enjoyed it. Um,
1: yeah. I think maybe I maybe maybe you saying how much you enjoyed it made me enjoy it less. Oddly, sure, because yeah, I was because like
0: because you wanted you wanted to dislike something that I love.
1: That is not the case. <laughs> Not the case at all. But you and I always, we, we often differ, differ on young adult stuff. Probably because, like, true. when we were growing up, I was like super cool. And it's like, you're all, like, you know what I mean? And you were all yeah. like moody and dark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. It takes us Gosh. back to that time.
0: Yeah, 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 that's probably what it is. Yeah. Um, definitely.
1: Uh, that's exactly what it is. The two movies, yeah. uh, the two movies that you didn't talk about that I just would want to briefly touch on because they would be probably in my top 10 um, is um, Emma, period. Uh huh. Which uh was the last movie that I saw in theaters and really enjoyed. I think Anya Taylor Joy, aka Queen's Gambit, is a star. Um, she's such an interesting actress. Um, I had Emma it's...
0: at I had Emma at forty three.
1: Oh, so pretty good. And I
0: think yeah, and I and I liked it and I really liked the style of it. I mean ultimately it's not clueless. Like no. and that's <laughs> that's ultimately it is
1: not clueless (laughs) We've talked about it before
0: clueless is like a perfect movie um so it's it's difficult even though you're telling the actual story as opposed to an adaptation it's hard to live up to it
1: yep question for you have you watched bridgerton
0: no ali's been watching it after i go to bed
1: yeah it's i'm just i it's like uh you know it also takes place in um I don't know. Is it Victorian? Was it Queen Victoria? Who, who there's a
0: specific. There's a specific term for yeah, Austen era romances, and I can't remember it. Regency. It's a Regency, Regency romance. Era. It's a
1: Regency era, um, and um, it just makes me think about like. My mom called to be like, "Oh, you've got to watch Bridgerton. It's like it's like Jane Austen, and you know, Jane Austen. It is not." <laughs> Uh, one thing I love about Jane Austen is like all of her heroines are so plucky and yeah. quirky. Even Emma, who she wrote to be unlikable, like Emma's right. supposed to be kind of a bitch. Um, she, you still root for her cause she still has like, she still is very like witty and, and bright. Um, not a lot of wit in Bridgerton, but you know, there's abs, there's some, there's some sexy stuff. So Yeah. Um, anyway, that, just that main girl. I'm like, there's no there there, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, what else was I going to say? Oh, and then the other movie that I feel like did not get the respect it deserved and was way better than fucking Wonder Woman was Birds of Prey, the Harley Quinn uh, movie, which I know you did not enjoy, but I enjoyed very much and thought was very fun. I have, it was on TV the other day and I watched it again.
0: I have Birds of Prey at 90. Wow! Yeah, really. Yeah, I really didn't like I, it. That's
1: very strange to me. I really enjoyed that movie. I
0: just didn't. I, I think I was partially bummed because I like so many of the people in it, and I didn't really like any of them in the movie that much. Oh I thought Margot also. I thought Margot Robbie was good, but um, I don't. I know, thought I just also like it.
1: Ewan McGregor is like was such a great villain.
0: Oh, I thought he was really bad in it.
1: Oh, I thought he was <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, disagree.
0: Yeah, disagree. You know it happens
1: um i guess that's it those are
0: my movies that's what i got you know i feel like i feel like 5 of the movies that i haven't seen yet probably are going to end up in the top 10 but
1: no i know Com- completely i think minari particularly i'm very excited about yeah i want to watch minari right now but instead i'm probably going to
0: could probably just go watch, rewatch um, an episode rewatch of Salt Gro- Lake scenes with Grogu. Yeah,
1: I that little fucking puppet is so fucking cute. I can I know I'm late to the Mandalorian train. I cannot fucking get beyond how cute that.
0: I, I didn't watch this. it really. I watched like the first two episodes, but I'm not a uh, I'm not a Star Wars person, so it's.
1: I'm not a Star Wars person.
0: I don't know. I'm just think, having a hard I time like getting pulled it, into it.
1: I think why I liked it was because it was like fun. Right. And so many of the later the prequels and the sequels are so like oh, like serious. Yeah. <laughs> and like the lore.
0: They're like so the they're so Gary thing. Oldman.
1: They're so Gary Old. It's so Gary Oldman. Yeah. And it's like, I don't want Gary Oldman. I want Willem Dafoe. Like, let's all have fun here. Let's put leeches on ourselves in a bathtub. Like, whatever. <laughs> um, anyway, fucking that little thing. Apparently, so Werner Herzog is like one of the bad guys in the first season. Yeah. And um, Maddie was telling me that like when they were first shooting this show, I don't know why we're talking about this now, but <laughs> I'm telling it anyway. They would shoot each, every scene with Grogu twice, like once with the puppet and once without because they weren't sure if they were going to CGI it. Yeah. And I guess they like did the scene with Verner with the puppet and then they, they were like, okay, let's do it again without the puppet. And he was like, what is this? <laughs> you are cowards. <laughs> And he refused to shoot without the puppet.
0: They should they should be giving him like a chunk of that fucking sweet, sweet baby Yoda merch.
1: They money. fucking should, because there's no way on earth it would be as cute. No if it was CGI. It wouldn't be cute at all. No. But it was he just has a big ears and he's like Aww. anyway. I I gotta get out of my house, truly
0: i got bad I, just, I got bad news for you uh 16 to twenty thousand people are getting covid in los angeles area every single day uh so hunker down babe you're not going anywhere
1: i gotta go <laughs> i gotta get out of here
0: um i'm gonna eat my burrito yeah well thank you so much for listening uh um, we will be back you know in not too long we'll be talking about 1950 um in the meantime, we hope everyone stays safe. Um, we hope that your new year has started off well, personally, if not your country or the health system. Um, yeah, that's, that's it. Here we go again.
1: Let them all talk.
0: Just, just let them all talk. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye.
1: Bye.